and welcome back to another episode of Beyond the To-Do List. I'm your host, Eric Fisher. This week, I'm talking with Farnoosh Brock of ProlificLiving.com. Farnoosh has been on the show before, and she talked all about focus and quitting her corporate job and corporate lifestyle. When I heard that Farnoosh was coming out with a smoothie book, I knew juicing can be one of those things that just seems daunting, can seem like almost too rash of a decision or too just not accessible. But smoothies, on the other hand, feels almost doable. It feels more commonplace. And yet, because of its approachability, I think you'll find this episode is going to help you as you listen to Farnoosh and I talk, honestly, all about smoothies and energy and how that is how you get things done, that I think you will be willing to give smoothies a try. And as Farnoosh and I talk, you'll learn what a healthy smoothie is and how, even with the different amount of work that comes into making one of those, that it's still this great use of time because you get a higher impact amount of nutrition out of what potentially could be less time spent on it and even have it be meal replacement, etc. So anyway, I'm really excited for you to hear this episode. And in fact, let's just get right into it. First, I just want to remind you that Boomerang for Gmail is sponsoring this episode. Boomerang for Gmail is a time-delayed or time-specific even plugin for your Gmail. It allows you to schedule when your email goes out, schedule that email to come back around and let you know whether it was responded to or not. Last week, I gave a tip to go listen to Dave Delaney's new business networking podcast. The episode specifically is the one I'm on, where he talks a little bit about using Boomerang for Gmail as a networking tool. Again, Boomerang for Gmail plugs into Gmail, so it is available in all your browsers. So what you do to get that is you go to boomerangforgmail.com slash to do. That's boomerangforgmail.com slash T-O-D-O and get a free 60-day trial of Boomerang for Gmail professional. Well, this week I get to talk again with my friend Farnoosh Brock. Farnoosh, welcome back to the show. Hi, Eric. Thanks so much for having me back. Okay, so last time you were on the show, we kind of talked a lot about juicing, but really we didn't talk a, a whole lot about it. We kind of put that at the end of the show, and we talked about other things like traveling productively and maintaining focus, and even you even talked about um, – and even on the bonus episode where you gave the tip about Asana, you talked yes. about that uh, and working with your husband, Andy, and using Asana in teams. And that was all great stuff, and I highly encourage everybody to go back – to that episode and check that out. But you have a new book out. I'm going to open it here. It's sitting here. The Healthy Smoothie Bible, right. which is awesome. And your last book was the Healthy Juicing Bible, right? Is that the, the right Healthy title? Juicer's Bible. The Healthy That's right. Juicer's Bible. And so I want to talk about a couple of different things here. One is let's do a quick recap of your kind of journey into becoming healthy and, you know, nutrient focused after leaving the corporate world and, and what that transition kind of led you to. And, uh, and then we can talk about juicing some and then compare and contrast juicing and smoothies. And then I want to talk to you about my juicing journey a bit, cause you're kind of my juicing coach <laughs> and, uh, awesome. and then talk about how I just, I was, I've been doing smoothies for, for forever, haven't done them in a while and you've got me all excited again. So awesome. does that sound like a plan? It sounds like a great plan. Yes. Awesome. Okay, and, uh, so let's let's start with your story. What were you going to say? 
All right. So I actually didn't start getting healthy when I left corporate in 2011. I actually got into juicing and then immediately after that into green smoothies in 2007. Wow. And um, okay. I mean, I've always been healthy. I've always been relatively in good shape. I've always been interested in sport, not sports, uh, in exercise and yoga and keeping myself relatively healthy. But my dad got very sick with an advanced stage of cancer in 2007, which was a terrible year. But out of that experience, and I'm so glad that he came out of it, he survived. I just got off the phone with him, you know, that that's wonderful. But out of that whole experience of a month in the ICU, in the hospital, just your whole life getting shaken up, I really got vigilant about my health and I try when I can to encourage my family. And some, sometimes they listen, sometimes uh, they ignore me, but um, that was the, is the starting point. So I really looked at what am I putting in my body? What is the easiest way and the most natural way I can change things and get a huge impact. And I am not a cook. I don't bake. I don't cook. I don't do much in the kitchen. I'm big into salads and that's how I got into juicing because it sounded fascinating and easy and like a fun experiment. So juicing started in 2007. And soon after that, I started reading health books. I, I, did, I did a little bit of raw foods diet, vegan experiments, vegetarian experiments. And I learned a lot about eating better and healthier. And mostly my focus has been natural, more fruits, more vegetables, more herbs, more really natural unprocessed foods in different forms. So juicing is one form, as you know, you get the juice, you extract a pulp, you drink the juice, and you can do a lot with the pulp. I actually talk about different pulp recipes in the Healthy Juicers Bible because I don't like wasting. The wasting is like one of my things. I can't right. waste food. And then you look at smoothies. Smoothies are just blended food and they are easy to digest, easy to absorb. And when you put vegetables and leafy greens in your smoothies, the nutrition factor just shoots up and the, 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 the sugar level goes down and it's such complete, wonderful food. It's a meal. It's a food as opposed to juices for your body. So the experiment began in 2007. I started then blogging about it, writing about it. A few years later, I self-published my first book. And then, as you may know from the other show, the, the publishers, the traditional publishers found us. We wrote the first book and the first book was so successful. And I'm so glad that it reached so many people. I mean, juicing is not a novel idea, but whatever you can do, to put whatever message you have out there, even if it's not new, you will say it differently than everyone else before you. And I think that's the catch, which may be actually a good business tip for all of you. If you are interested in putting something out there, but then other people have done it, you will have your own unique voice and that will attract people that are going to become your tribe and people that want to hear from you. And so somewhere a few months after the Healthy Juicers Bible came out, uh, I, I talked to my publishers again. They were interested in us doing another book and smoothies were like my second love. Juicing is probably still my first love, but it is hard work. <laughs> so we talked and talked and we thought, you know, we want to do another book. And so we signed a contract and we started writing the second book. And it was a lot of fun because I had to really get all my information together. I had to create new recipes. I tested so many different um, 
and different products in terms of superfoods and some vegan uh, protein powders. I chose to do vegan for this book, even though I am not vegan, which means completely dairy-free, because I really enjoy dairy-free smoothies. And there are so many options for yogurts and milks as your base that I wanted to make this mainly fruits, vegetables, herbs, nuts, and just completely natural. So um, so that's sort of, you know, how it all came about. And then the book came out April 2014. So it's been just out just a few uh, months. And you are absolutely right. We talked a little before the show, Eric. Smoothies are so much easier than juicing. And it's so much more accessible and so much quicker. And there is so much less waste. So um, you can, and they're so much more versatile. And we can get into that if you like. But um, the last thing I'm going to say before I turn it over to you is that um, I know that this is a mainly a show about productivity and being efficient. And believe it or not, smoothies and juices and taking care of your health has a direct, not an indirect, but a direct impact on how you how you feel, how you focus, how you perform, and how much you get done. I couldn't have said that better than you just said that. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> there's there's the other way that I look at it in terms of uh, more with more with uh, smoothies than with juicing because juicing can still be a lot of work, but is still very much worth it. That you're almost spending less time like you said you're not a cook so and and neither am I, I mean i can cook some things but i'm not a cook per se <laughs> uh-huh. but i can juice and i can do smoothies and because that's then easier for me to do yes. in terms of in, instead of preparing a whole meal plus with the uh the simplification of storing the fruits and vegetables and things because you can freeze them. I mean, yes. th- just that the the more versatility that that is there in terms of that, and you know, just grabbing the ingredients and being able to throw them in a blender, especially with smoothies like that. That that is probably on par with me. To, the time it would take me for you know for me to uh, specifically specifically for like breakfast to throw eggs in a pan and cook them and, 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 you know, the bacon thing. Cause everybody always talks about me loving bacon, but whatever. Um, I do love my smoothies, by the way. I love to throw, uh, you know, some banana and almond milk and some yep. other frozen berries and strawberries and other things and just blend it up. It's, I mean, honestly, that's probably my favorite right there is a strawberry. And some spinach, banana. right? You meant to say Yeah. Spinach. Oh yeah. I meant to say that. Yeah. <laughs> See that. So there's the thing. Like, let me, so let me back up. I, so there's my thoughts on productivity and smoothies is it's not just a, like, like how productivity is not just about performing your best, which is the health aspect that you were talking about. It's also about making the best use of your time and energy, which doing this as meal supplementation or replacement can be, right. a, you know, so not as a, Hey, I'm going to go and do juicing only, although that's encouraged sometimes by doing that as, as a fasting tool. Um, let me, so let's talk a little bit. One, I want to talk a little bit about my juicing journey after we talked last time. Um, but let me see if I get this right. So the, one of the, basically the main difference that you're saying between juicing and uh, smoothies is juicing is not digested. It's absorbed, but smoothies are actual food just in a blended form. Is that right? That's, that's one of the main benefits, right? And you can actually blend 
to where you completely liquefy your smoothie, especially if you have a power blender like one of these Vitamixes or Blendatex. You can actually completely get it into liquid form. So it's a lot more like juice and you can add more liquid um, depending on what base you're using. So the, the consistency can be very, very similar, but the pulp is still there. The fiber is still there in your smoothie and your body has to do some work to break it down. Mm-hmm. The more you blend and um liquefy your smoothie, the less work your body has to do. But uh, the difference between juices and smoothies, assuming you remove all the pulp from your juice, because sometimes depending on your machine, some pulp may get in there and some people actually run it through a strainer. But if you remove all the pulp, your juice is just like liquid. So it's immediately absorbed into your blood cells. And so that's why you can fast on juices because your body, when you fast, you want your, your digestive system to essentially go into rest so that your body works to get rid of other things and the cleanse and detox happens. So that's why you can fast on juices, but not so much on smoothies. You can still do some cleanses and weight loss. And I have actually a regimen I added to the to the last chapter of my book where you could do that. But juices are, are a different impact on your body when you when you just drink juices. So and I'm not recommending just, you know, flat out that 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 you go on a fast. There's there's things to consider before you go on a juice fast. But you're right. That is the main difference. And and then because the smoothies have the fiber and the pulp and because of the versatility, so you can add a lot more things than just fruits and vegetables for juices, then you are able to create a full meal, like a meal replacement. I have a category of meal replacement uh, recipes you can make. So you can go all morning or all afternoon just by having your smoothie because it's a full meal. It fills you up and it doesn't weigh you down, which is the best part because that's where the energy comes in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And again, one of my things that I when I was doing juices, uh, well, specifically juice fasting, I kept thinking when I'd make a really, really tasty, uh, fruit, more fruit based, but you know, some kale and some, and, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and our friend Dan, uh, his, uh, the Dapper Dan, I should say, yes, um, it, the, the bok choy in there, um, it, I kept thinking, man, you know, I'd love to blend up a uh, banana and throw this in here because it'd be perfect. But I said, no, I'm on a juice fast and that would be digesting. So I can't do it. But with, with smoothies, I can, um, Right. The other the other cool thing, I guess, that we should say is that what's great is with smoothies and, and I guess even with juices, because I did do this, was with juicing and with smoothies, more so with smoothies, because I think they're the uh, with juicing, you've got the whole once you've juiced it, it starts to do not decay, but become less potent. Yes, yes. A little bit. Time. I mean. Yes, if you store it. And I do store my juices because you go through all that trouble. So there is there is a storage tips that I give using glass and airtight containers and only so many hours. But you're right, that happens. And it actually happens with smoothies too in that smoothies go through a different change if you store them um, a long time, right? Like I store right. them maybe a half a day or a day. Yeah. They just change in consistency. It depends on what you put in there. And it just doesn't taste as fresh as when it came right out of the blender. Totally. So, so, but for the sake of, you know, time and, and quickness, and I'm not advocating the, hey, grab something on the go, busy, busy, busy lifestyle, but I'd rather you sacrifice, uh, not sacrifice health 
if you are that busy and can't get out of it, if you know you've got an hour lunchtime and you can, you know, if you're in a, if you're in some kind of a job situation where hey, I can run home and you can do a smoothie or a juice and have that in a short yes. amount of time and get this high potency, high nutrient dense, um, you know, meal and then head back to work. But what's great is you can even take it back with you in a cup or something. So yes, you can totally mobility. Absolutely. It so, mobility. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So then uh, before we talk about my juicing journey, <laughs> what <laughs> would you suggest? What are, Where's the major breakdown in terms of, well, some people would want to do juicing, which may, again, uh, not not to have the like disclaimer on it, but it, it they both require some work. People may find smoothies have a little less work, so be more mm-hmm. uh, acclimated to to trying a smoothie if they've not if they've tried neither of these. But mm-hmm. what are the benefits? Like, say, I just want to get super healthy. Wh- which what are the situations where um, somebody's going to reach for a juice rather than a smoothie, and vice versa? Do you do you understand what I mean? Right. Yes. Um, so th- there are many different reasons to do to do one versus the other. And even if you're doing, let's say, ju- let's say we decide on smoothies, you have so many options. So I would say, look at your own reasons for wanting to try either one. Maybe you are fatigued at work. Maybe you are trying to, um, uh, you know, cut down on some of your sugar cravings or junk food cravings. Maybe you want to really get in shape, lose some weight, but do it in a gentle way and do it with natural foods. You don't want to take any pills or or go on these crazy diets. So look at your reasons first. That's what I tell everyone who asks me. Just look at why you want to do this. Maybe you're just curious. Maybe you want some variety in what you eat because we get bored with the same thing. And, um, and I would say, yes, then, then look at what you have to work with. If you do not have a juicer, which is a specific machine and they are not usually on the cheap side, but they're actually coming out with some interesting brands that run under a hundred dollars. And I hear they're all right, but usually, uh, they are not something that every kitchen has, but most of us have a blender, not a food processor, but a blender. And I would say if you have the appliance already start with smoothies. And then there are ways you can make a very unhealthy smoothie. So not all smoothies (laughs) are created equal. So I would say spend some time to educate yourself. And that's the main reason I wrote the Healthy Smoothie Bible, because um, I have over 100 recipes. But before that, I talk about what's a healthy smoothie, because um, I go to these um, uh, smoothie chains. I travel a lot, Eric. So I'm always looking up smoothie bars, smoothie uh, places, and a lot of them uh, are just fruit, um, a lot of um, possibly additives that you can add. It's, it's optional, but mainly just fruit and yogurt. I mean, that's that's the basis. I have found some other places that go above and beyond and they have greens and they have natural juices if they add Sometimes they add fruit juice. Sometimes they add the whole fruit. And um, they have maybe the nut nut milks that I like a lot. And um, you have to really uh, be careful. What are you consuming? Because not all smoothies are uh, are the same. And then I would say different situations. So going back to your your question, let's say you are uh, trying to just uh, shake up your diet a little bit. And you're not interested in going on this drastic uh, detox, uh, which I definitely recommend uh, some juices for that anyway. But if you're just trying to improve how you're eating and you don't want to put a lot of time and effort into it, smoothies are definitely the way to go. And I would say green smoothies or some green smoothies, which if you've never done it, it may sound a little yucky, but um, 
you're in for a surprise because they are delicious. They, they really are delicious. And green will be your favorite smoothie color before long. At least that's, that's my plan when you read my book. <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, it's just so much easier and so much quicker. And I know that a lot of people who buy my books, they have kids and they're feeding green smoothies to their kids, which I think is wonderful. And they're loving it because they're just now developing their taste buds. So they, they start to like it and they start to associate the color green with something good. So it's, it's very exciting if you have children or, or even grown children. Um, I think that can be a wonderful change of diet even for them. So I would, I would say smoothies now. I, I think juices have a lot of benefits, but it does take a lot of effort and it takes a huge commitment. Totally. And, and that's the thing is, so let's, I'm going to talk about my juicing journey here okay. real quick. Um, my daughter is very picky. She's a very picky eater. And so she actually tried some of the juices we made and she loved them. Uh, but there were some where she tried and just, ugh. and I was like, really, this tastes awesome to me. What are you talking about? But she'll try a smoothie because to her, it's almost, you know, we've snuck in the healthy stuff into a, a milkshake and not in, <laughs> you know, not in the chain smoothie kind of a way that you were talking about, but in it's really legitimately all healthy stuff in it. But to her, it just tastes amazing and it's, you know, frothy and, and thick and tastes and looks and feels texture-wise like a milkshake. So mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. win, you know. Um, right. My son, two-year-old son, he would be – I mean he would drink green juices and things and love them. Like we'd hand him stuff and he'd just down the whole thing. And so I was so happy that he wasn't That's as picky. so, so great. Yeah. So especially in the mornings. So my, my juicing journey was uh, I – Got a machine. I forget. I think it's a it's a Breville. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was about one hundred fifty dollars, and we just said, "Nope, we're going to go all in." So we did, and immediately, you know, we we did the thing where we tried a couple different, uh, you know, we tried a bunch of different recipes to see what we liked, and and kind of modified them or thought, "Oh, okay, this this is too much of this certain ingredient. It, it overpowers the other things." You know, trial and error for about a week, week and a half. Just to kind of have that solid rotation mm-hmm. before doing like a three-day juicing fast. And we we made it through that juicing fast fine. The only issue was that um, uh, there was kind of – well, I guess either – I don't know. I, I mean it, it, probably circumstantial, but uh, there were times where I felt – Super awesome, and I guess this is partially the tox- the toxins leaving the body as well. Mm-hmm. Um, was I felt super awesome, and then super crappy, and yep, it was you know, and that's the that's the ups and downs. Like so, there's this huge like mood. I mean, not mood swings, but also just physical, almost physical mood swings. I guess you would say, right, and right. So, so that's that's of course um, uh, we as women go through that. Once a month. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So we're used to that. We're like, oh, it's just for a different reason. But um, but no, seriously, that's because you um, your emotions that rise to the surface, like you become a little vulnerable. You become because your body is just taking mm-hmm. care of things, and 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 um, it does make you a little more emotional. So that's why I I do recommend if you're willing to do it, I do recommend a quiet period to do a juice fast. Maybe if you can uh, kind of like cut out your social life, maybe spend some time meditating, reading, having, you know, time to go to sleep and, and just kind of like going inward when you're doing your juice fast, because that helps you handle the ups and downs in the emotional 
uh, scale. And I think overall, when you when you come out of it, it depends how, how long you did it. Like I think a seven day juice fast is pretty good. 10 days, probably really good. You want to start with something like a three day to, the, to a four day. But as far as the emotional swings, I, it goes away after a while. But um, meditation, affirmations, quiet time away, naps and sleeping and baths, all of that help a lot. Yeah. But I'm proud of you, Eric. Yeah. It sounds Thank like you. a great experience. Yeah. And, and so I did, I did a three day, my wife and I did a three day. And then I think I ended up doing a five day. Her stomach, her stomach was a bit more sensitive than mine. And so that was, I don't know if that's a normal thing or if that's something. Yeah, it varies. That, it varies from yeah. people to people, or it could be a certain thing. Like maybe she wasn't into like, maybe you made beets and um, some people are sensitive to beets and you want to take it like really slowly on some new ingredients or things she have she has never had before and then you're juicing them but yeah we have our own reaction which is why you want to take it very slow Mm -hmm. and you want to listen to your body and um, it's very very important to be really like in tune with what's going on not just force yourself on a fast and if you don't feel good just slowly come off of it and that whole coming off of a juice fast as a whole chapter I talk about because it's even harder than going on a juice fast. You have to be really careful when you come off because you're slowly waking your body up and slowly putting food back back in and slowly getting it to digest and go back to its normal operation. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, and so for me, I've not done – I think I maybe did one more fast, but I realized that um, – I would much rather continue to go slow and have juicing. I, I didn't want to burn out on it and feel like, well, I tried that and it didn't work because mm-hmm. it obviously did work. There was really a, a benefit there and I knew it. And it was more about, okay, finding the way to fit this into t- my lifestyle long term. And so for me, that was figuring out which juices were my favorites without yes. being, you know, super fruit based and ha- still getting tons of sugar from the fruit, but having it still be, you know, go towards the green side of things and um, fit it in in terms of, hey, I'll have a juice for breakfast, uh, you know, two, three, four times a week, maybe, and that and or uh, as a snack and kind of a, an afternoon pick me up instead of a cup of coffee. Yep. Which, by the way, that was to to do a juice fast and not need coffee. Yes, to not That's even. Tough. I mean, and and you're not you're not a coffee person. You're more no, tea. No, I used to be. I love tea. Yes, but uh, the caffeine, I just didn't need it. Like I would, instead of getting up and standing there brewing the coffee, I'd, I'd make the juice and then I'd drink yeah. the juice and then I wouldn't need any coffee. I wouldn't need any caffeine. Right, which is yeah. crazy, but it's true. So, and wonderful. people don't believe you that, but it is, it's, it, right. it's true. Yeah. It's true. So, so that's where I was with, with juicing and that's where I kind of have, have left it. Not that I've stopped doing it. I actually, I mean, there was a couple days, it was a couple weeks ago. Uh, I said to my wife, man, I'm just not feeling great today. I said, would you mind making me a juice? And she did. And, and I had it and then that turned the day around. So yeah. yeah. Um, but smoothies again, like we said, it's, it's, uh, it's it's easier for people. To, it's more approachable, I guess, in a way. It um, is. It's easier. It's yeah. more approachable. And um, it's like I said, it's so much easier to get started right now with a smoothie than with a juice. I mean, I do both. I usually resort to juices when I come back from my trips. Like we just got back yesterday and, and I've just gotten everything ready for making some juices. But I've been making already 
a couple of smoothies and getting back into eating really, really healthy. But I think, yeah, I mean, if you want to start again, if you have a blender, you probably already do. You do yeah. not need a fancy blender. Um, I use a Vitamix just because I've already broken four blenders. So I do recommend it, but you're probably not as aggressive as I am. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, just whatever you have. In fact, those magic bullets and nutri bullets do a surprisingly good job and they all run well under a hundred dollars. So um just uh, think about you know how this will change your lifestyle, how this will change the way you eat, how this can really like look at how your day goes and actually try to maybe analyze where your productivity dips. Maybe you're not a morning person, and so this would be a good thing to change your morning routine, right? By adding this smart habit of a green smoothie and replacing your breakfast. Maybe you don't even eat breakfast, which is not a great thing. So just looking at where this can really help you and starting very slow and not making this huge overhaul to anything because sometimes we we make these huge promises to ourselves. Okay, I'm going to stop eating this and stop doing this and do a hundred days of this. And then it becomes too overwhelming. So you don't do anything. So just say, hey, I'm going to have a green smoothie twice a week and see how it goes. And then if it feels good, I'll have it every day. Something like that where it's really achievable. And I actually help you set that habit um, in my book, uh, kind of establish it. Because I had a lot of trouble. You know, you figure out, okay, this is how I make it. But then how do I fit this into this busy lifestyle, right? Right. And uh, there's a lot of things you can do to make it so much easier. So, yeah, I definitely um, understand um, the changes. Yeah, we totally. all hate change, right? But right. then we end up loving it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, we all ha- I mean, change is not even really an option. It, we we change regardless. So it's it's more you figure mm-hmm. out and adapt. And and again, this is one of those things where, for me especially right now, as I'm now working out of my house, that uh, has with the juicing and now doing more smoothies again, has just really started to turn around my whole person well being. You know, the physical, the uh, mental, emotional, every just all aspects really tie into nutrition, surprisingly. And sometimes yes. we don't think about that. We don't. So. We look at outside of ourselves for solutions to all the things that a simple, healthy nutrition can can just fix. So I'm so, I'm so happy because um, you um, you you probably find that by being home, it's harder to. Well, now that you have established your habits, you're good. But we're so much closer to food than say if you're in an office that sometimes right. people have a hard time like you're snacking all the time especially if you're uh you know your your stress levels make you snack more so having those healthy habits is key when you are so close to food and you could just grab it and eat whatever so how is the bacon situation right now with you Eric well see so the there's a good thing people wouldn't say that this is a, that this is a good thing but for me it's a good thing that right now the prices of bacon are almost like double. Oh, if you okay. go to the store and you know what what would be a pound of bacon for about say two well two would be lucky three something uh, is now like seven something and so it's just not justifiable. So honestly, you know, people will be sad to hear me say this, but I've been going without and. And I miss it, but I don't miss it. You know, it's become that yes. chocolate or delicacy thing. And, and it's perfectly fine by me. I still enjoy it. Still enthusiastic about it. Right. So right. whatever. But it's an occasional thing, not exactly. an everyday thing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and exactly. I knew, and to be honest, I knew that that was going to have to be how it was at some point because you can't just eat tons of bacon unless you're super, super fit and 
paleo diet and other things, I guess, and get away with it. But I am not. So I can't justify that right now. Funny. Maybe well, if, good. Maybe I'm if I'm doing a lot more juicing in smoothies, I can not juice. See, that's what some people are like. You're doing juicing, but you love bacon. Have you juiced bacon? I'm like, that's gross. Why would I do that? Um, yeah, I get those jokes. I just ignore them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I would say, and you, I don't know what your thought is on this. If I'm doing a lot more juicing and a lot more smoothies and I'm just in a better state of health overall, the bacon isn't going to bother me, especially on a very minimal basis, you know? Right. I mean, I th- my general philosophy is a food is there for us to enjoy. I don't have the bacon thing. I never did, probably because <laughs> I grew up in Iran and then Turkey right. and they don't do bacon. They do other things. But yeah. I love meat. And I went without meat for a while. Then I had a really big craving for it. And I decided, you know, I do intuitive eating, which means first and foremost, I listen to my body. And I think once your body gets rid of these crazy emotional cravings, which we all have, then the true body talks to you. And I know this may sound esoteric and I'm an engineer, but believe me, this happens. So then you become really in tune with your body. And so I still wanted the meat and I went back to eating regular healthy meat and I do consume meat on occasion, but most of my diet is probably raw fruits, vegetables in one form or another, because I just love them. So And where was I going with this thought? Oh, yes, my philosophy on food in general is we have to enjoy our food. I am crazy about Asian food. The latest is Vietnamese and Chinese foods. And I mean fine food. So not just, you know, any $10 buffet, but really enjoying it because we travel and there is a lot of places where I want to enjoy the food and the culture. And so I make it a point to go. I make sure that we have earned it. So maybe we've walked a couple of hours that day, or maybe we haven't really had much and this is our only meal. And then maybe we'll get some exercise later. And then the rest of the day, I watch what I eat because that's what my body wants. It can enjoy a nice Asian meal. And then I'm fine for, for, for a week or two where I don't have to have such a you know, uh, spicy or, or, um, I, I wouldn't even call it heavy because again, if you're eating very well, you can digest that kind of food. So in your case, uh, with the bacon, occasional bacon, I think, yeah, you're actually going to get more efficient at digesting it on occasion, as long as it's done well and it's healthy. And then as long as you are making sure you're active, you're getting your exercise, you're burning the calories and, um, that, that's what your body wants. Your body wants to move around and be active and use the food you just consumed. The problem is the other habits that also get into uh, into our, our, our life, right? Like even if you're just doing juices and smoothies, but you never move all day, well, your body is still not going to be as happy as it could be if you moved around and you stretched and you, uh, you went for a walk or something like that. So your body does get better. I really believe it and I have seen it when you take better care of it, but you don't have to give up your favorite foods by any means. But I think moderation comes into play and then you're not going to crave them as much. I couldn't eat Asian food every day if I wanted to. I would want it on occasion because I can appreciate it and enjoy it more that way. Definitely. Yeah. I too like Asian, although I don't get out to the places that have, you know, the best of the best. Uh, I had some really good, um, Uh Uh, General So's chicken in New York City 
couple years ago. That was that's kind of the nice. measuring stick at this point. So, nice. but yeah, I, and what's great is then, uh, especially you know, like working out of the house, and and you wouldn't even if you're not working out of your your own home or apartment or whatever. If you're a mobile worker, you you can still again because of the mobility, or if if you're an office worker, you've got those break times where you can you can get out. And, and that's what I've been trying to emulate is I'll say, okay, I'm going to take my phone and you know what, while I'm out walking and, and getting steps on my Fitbit device, I'm, you know, looking at my email and, and doing a triage where it's like, I'll swipe this and archive it or swipe mm -hmm. this into a folder and know that that's what I need to respond to when I get back or take a, 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 um, a glass of water with me and drink that. So I'm making sure I'm getting you know, hydration while I'm up and getting right. exercise. And so just that whole, uh, I've been a lot more mindful of That's the great. role of health in, in mood and in energy levels and all of that. And, and even getting better sleep because of it too. So Absolutely. yeah, That's it's, right. it just, you, you can't ignore it. Yeah. The, you can't ignore the interconnectivity between, uh, let's see, what are all those different pieces Physical, mind, and body, mind, body, spirit, spirit. Yeah. yeah, all of that, right? Awesome, exactly. Yeah. So it, it it really and and what's great is I love being able to have somebody who's just immersed in it like you. And and honestly, I'll you're an expert at this. I'll say that you're you're practicing it and you're practicing it. I, that's maybe even a better word than than expert. <laughs> Sometimes people hate that word. Sometimes I do. But anyway, um, I don't feel either way about it. <laughs> there you yes. go. Good. Um, <laughs> But I love having people like you come on and be able to do a mm -hmm. deep dive on a topic like this and be able to bring it around to uh, an accessibility point for people who, you know, somebody's listening to this right now, I'm sure. And they're saying, you know what? I've been meaning to get back into health and been I've been feeling just down or slow and tired or unfocused, uh, all these different symptoms. And and you know why? It's because you're not yeah. feeding your body correctly or maintaining it at a, at a level that you need to. And it doesn't – again, you can't do a whole overhaul overnight. You've got to do one simple step and continually slowly make that one change and then it kind of spills over into the rest of them. So Right, right. And I think and that's a great way to put it. And I think because I love juices and smoothies because they are a relatively small change. Let's let's take a really like tough situation. Like let's say you you smoke and you're addicted and you want to quit. You have every intention to quit and you just can't get around to it. And so you say, okay, let's forget that for now. Let's add something to my life that's easy, that's um, going to make a change. And maybe indirectly, it will help me quit smoking. So this is why I love juices and smoothies so much. Because when you make yourself healthier using juices and smoothies, slowly, like uh, Eric said, you start to see these side benefits like like reduced cravings for junk food and definitely reduced cravings for unnatural things like smoking. So you just want to look at what you're doing. If it's so hard to make the change you wanted to, ch to do, then do a simpler approach and it doesn't have to be juices or smoothies. I mean, I love salads, raw salads, you know, because people put everything in a salad, but raw food, raw vegetables and, and fruits and um, just, you know, add salads to your daily diet and make this change. And there is a chain reaction around it. So it's not just adding something good, but it actually helps your taste buds become smarter and your body becomes a smarter. And then you think twice about that cookie in the afternoon or maybe a glass of wine at night. 
I'm not big into alcohol either. So we can talk about doing away with alcohol altogether. There's this there whole go. other benefits yeah. <laughs> and savings. So, but I know that's not very popular. People like their alcohol and, uh, and, um, I, I just, um, I don't go for it. I spend my money on fine tea. <laughs> so, yeah, that's awesome. So, so what, what, so what's your favorite tea? I gotta ask. My favorite tea. Oh, we just got back from Colorado and you don't want to know how much I spent on tea. We went to a different and, and Canada. We stopped over to Canada to see some of our family. Um, I have so many different ones. Mostly I'm crazy about Chinese teas. Um, Tikwan Yin and uh, Guangzhou. These are two different kinds of oolong teas that are delicious. And um, I do love Dragon Well, which is a lighter green tea. It's wonderful. The teas are excellent for digestion. These are all loose leaf teas. You just brew them right with a pot or whatever tea making stuff you have. And um, the benefits of tea along with the other, the rest of my diet have just changed the way I feel. I mean, I, I swear it has slowed my aging. And as you get older, you want to take these measures. You want to develop these habits because you will get older. There is a line in one of my favorite shows, Sherlock on BBC. Oh, Have you love ever it. seen it? Love Sherlock. Oh, good, good. So Mor- uh, Moriarty? No, that, that's, that's, that's the enemy. What, what is the, the brother? Um, oh. Markov? Oh, gosh. Moycroft. Mo- Mo- that's right, him. He says to Sherlock on the phone, middle age, it comes for all of us, little brother. <laughs> I'm like, he's right. Yeah. It'll be there for you one day and you want to be in robust shape. So develop smart habits now because it's so much harder later when you have arrived there and you're like, oh, maybe I should eat healthier. You, you re- your body will remember. So treat it right. Ugh. You know what? I think that's probably a, a great place to land for this episode. That's kind of the, the yes, call to action. That's the, the coda to the blog post of this podcast. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> um, so let me tell you, let me ask you, can you tell uh, the listeners where they can find more of your stuff online? And I will put the links to both books in the show notes for this episode. Sure, 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 sure. I mean, the books are sold everywhere. Yeah. So I would say the best place to get the books, the Healthy Juicers Bible or the Healthy Smoothie Bible, Amazon usually has the best prices. And in fact, um, I know this show may not go live, but until the end of June, uh, if it's live then, uh, my publishers are having the Healthy Juicers Bible Kindle version on sale for two ninety nine on Amazon. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, it will be out there before then. People go grab that. Okay, perfect, perfect. But I do have a juice slash smoothie slash healthy food niche site and I blog there and I put information out there. So that that's at prolificjuicing.com and the books are there and you can watch trailers and videos and stuff like that. And my home online is Prolific Living. So prolificliving.com or prolific living all over social media, uh, check it out. And, uh, and I have a free confidence program, confidence building program you can download and also um, uh, contact me get in touch. I want to hear from you as Eric's listeners. And um, if you have questions, let me know. I am, I am approachable. I am as approachable as the smoothies. I get back to you. <laughs> That's a great, that is a great compliment. Farnoosh, she's as approachable as a smoothie. Exactly. That's great. I'm going to tweet, I am going to tweet that when this episode comes out. Trust me. Okay. All right. Okay. Awesome. Now, I really enjoyed talking to you and I'm, I'm so glad that you are getting this message out there Mm -hmm. because it's so related to what you are sharing, Eric, which is super productivity, being smart about your time and your energy. 
And you are a living example of this that works because you're doing it yourself. And um, I am passionate about this. So it was just uh, so much fun and such a pleasure to be back on your wonderful show and um, to talk about this message. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, I think that... I think a lot of people are going to find a lot of benefit in what you've said because as I'm trying to tell people how to run a better productivity engine, they can't run that engine if they don't have the proper fuel, and that's what you're talking all about. So, Right, right, awesome. exactly. Thank you so much for being on the show, Farnoosh. Thank you for having me. Cheers. Bye. So I know you're all about to go to your kitchen and grab your blender and make up a smoothie and then crank up the next episode of Beyond the To-Do List, right? For me, health allows me to have a more clear mind and more focus to get more done. It's that sometimes I can't even function without getting the healthy stuff done, you know? That is why I've been doing a lot more with my Fitbit as well. I'm on a streak right now where I've done about 9, 10 days straight of getting my 10,000 steps in, and I don't see it ending. So I hope you enjoyed this. Please go thank Farnoosh by going to twitter.com slash prolific living. Also go to prolificliving.com. Go to the show notes for this episode at beyondthetodolist.com slash 73, where you can find the links. Also the link to click to go to and get your boomerang for Gmail 60 day free professional trial. Again, that's boomerang for gmail.com slash T O D O. If you want to go directly to it and you get a 60 day free trial of boomerang professional. If you try it and like it, let Boomerang know. Eric Fisher from Beyond the To-Do List sent you to them. Again, guys, everybody that sent feedback in from the solo show, I know I didn't address this on the last episode, but everybody that sent feedback in, you need to know that that really helped me out. I know that there was a brief hiatus. We're back now. There's going to be a lot more episodes and a lot more awesome, cool learning stuff with me and other great guests. Can't wait to share it with you. You'll be starting to hear more about it pretty soon. So, Anyway, thanks again. I'll see you next episode. Beyond the To-Do List is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Learn how to podcast, theorize over the TV shows Once Upon a Time, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, and Under the Dome. Laugh with our clean comedy, delve into science fiction and philosophy, learn critical thinking from movie reviews, and more at noodle.mx.